This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, June 22nd, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part 10 of their podcast, Addressing Climate Change with the Internet of Things and AI. And I think if they went in and, and toured some of the ISOs that we have in the U.S., they would see very similar systems operating together today, but only for power, for electrical power. Right. But yeah. if then they walked over to the gas company, they would see a similar one for gas. And then if they looked at uh, some of these vendor-based uh, remote maintenance systems, they would see something based on equipment. The issue is that if you really want to have sustainability, you need all of the above. And so that's really, again, where the having a real robust data infrastructure helps you a lot because anything that needs the data can sign in and get the data it needs to do its function. And the data is not lost in these silos where it's been processed and ready to ready to go. Great. Anything to add on that, John? Yeah, I think the when you look across all the industries that you mentioned there, um, you know, there are a significant number of customers that are capturing that data already. And if they could just readily make that available to the center, um, cross their boundary into the center's boundary, I think that would open up a lot more opportunity that way and do it in a very easy way to integrate. You know, a lot of um, problems with large systems is the integration components. But given the fact that a lot, a lot of these leading industries are already our customers, that would allow them to bring that data in uh, very easily. And then you could worry about the remaining data to bring in uh, in a more difficult way. I, I would point out, too, if I could, that that really emphasizes a, a known uh, aspect of data that perhaps isn't that obvious and that is data is the only resource that the more people that consume it, the more valuable it gets. It's one and of my so by having the, ability, having the ability to share actually has a lot more people consuming the same data and increasing its value. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we've been talking recently about the collective impact of our broad customer base and the amazing and immense savings on water and efficiency. So thank you so much, Pat. Um, thanks so much for joining us. And um, I really look forward to continuing the conversation. Thanks, John, as well. Thank you. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Global energy investment is expected to grow about 8% in 2022 to reach $2.4 trillion, mainly driven by investments in clean energy, but that boost, while encouraging, still falls well short of what is needed to ward off the threat of global climate change, according to a new report from the International Energy Agency. In its World Energy Investment 2022 report, the agency looks both to national policymakers 
around the world as well as oil and gas companies whose net profits this year are expected to double to about $4 trillion for leadership in boosting clean energy investments to a level that would keep global temperature gain to 1.5 degrees Celsius as called for in the 2015 Paris Agreement. Global temperatures have increased 1.1 degrees Celsius in recent years. With lingering supply-side issues supporting commodity prices, a key driver of inflation, the U.S. government sees little relief coming from the Gulf of Mexico. The Gulf of Mexico accounts for slightly less than 10% of total U.S. crude oil production. That 10%, however, works out to be an average of 1.8 million barrels per day. By way of comparison, of the 13 members of the Organization of the Petroleum Exporting Countries, only five of them can feasibly produce more than that. The World Trade Organization's actions last week to ease intellectual property protection for COVID-19 vaccines and therapeutics has caused an uproar across the globe. Such a move has been in discussion for a couple of years, but until now, nothing was official. The stated point of the move was to ensure global availability of the drugs, including lower-income countries, by bypassing a company's patents on vaccines and other products. Essentially, this will allow manufacturers in developing countries to override patents on the vaccines and export them for sale in other low-income countries. While some of the countries that would expect to benefit from this are indeed supportive of the plan, the drug industry and trade associations are not. And Poland has become the second fastest installer of new solar photovoltaic power in Europe behind Germany after record growth last year. Celebrating what has been termed a golden decade for solar power in Poland, the country looks set to reach 12 gigawatts of total PV capacity in 2022, according to the latest findings by the Institute for Renewable Energy. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.